You're listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday Show. My name is Jack McLean. I am your host, and each week I stream live at 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time from our YouTube channel to provide a weekly update. I also stream live to our Instagram to answer any questions sent through to us during the week. And then at the very end, finish off with a power tip to help footballers gain a competitive edge for the upcoming football season. You might be thinking, how do I feature my question? It's very simple. You can email us at info at preparelikeapro.com or direct message us from any of your socials. I'll include the answers in the next PLP live chat show. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode and are hungry for more Aussie rules football knowledge, then our academy is for you. Our academy is designed for footballers and aspiring AFL strength and conditioning staff. Included is weekly coaching sessions, invites to our community of athletes and coaches, and complete free access to our high-performance education. And lastly, discounts on programs and merchandise. For more information, head to preparelikeapro.com slash academy. Let's get into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to this week's Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. I will be discussing our upcoming program for the week for those on our online program, for those podcast listeners as well, all our live events that are coming up for the week, as well as podcast recordings and events. The events will be around one for coaches all and business owners, all about developing your own podcast on a budget. So the systems I take in place in terms of not only creating a run sheet, but also the run sheet that I use, the uh, uh, support that I have helped with and from editing point of view, and also how I go about reaching guests and, and getting guests on the show. So that will be a, a great event. I know it's something that a few of you have reached out and it, it's actually quite a simple thing these days in launching your own podcast. The challenge is being able to consistently provide engaging content. So I'll go into a little bit more information about that, how to lay your questions, uh, and ultimately how to provide value for your audience. I'll also be going talking about for the footballers out there, how to make the most of this off season. So from a strength point of view, how to improve your contested game by building body armor, functional body armor around the, the trunk and the hips, how to improve your jumping ability for aerial athletes, uh, as well as for those that need to improve their power for things like acceleration and change of direction to help with your, your running and, and being ability to change angles on the field. Of course, capacity, which is a really common one, which most people focus on during the off season. So to improve your aerobic capacity, your ability to repeat high intensity effort and be able to accelerate away from the contest, whether it be with the ball or for chase down tackles and increase your ability to provide pressure on the ball. So speed on the ball and pressure is getting more demanding at the AFL level. And no doubt that's trickling down to, to all levels. So we want to make sure we're improving our ability to be able to repeat those high intensity efforts and having a purpose-driven program can really help that. So I'll go into our off-season program in a second. And that that's the event as well coming up on the 29th of October, all about our philosophy, my philosophy in terms of off-season strength and conditioning program. Most athletes will get anywhere between six to 10 weeks of off-season training. The difference between off-season training and pre-season training is simply off-season, there is no structured training. There's no football sessions and obviously no games. Where in pre-season, you have training sessions and later in pre-season, you have games. So there is a schedule. 
So that's the difference between the two. We will get into this week's topic, which is all about AFL. So for the female athletes out there, AFLW, how to approach your off-season. Now, the AFLW athletes are obviously in season at the moment. I believe it's round four. But for VFL, they're currently in that off-season to pre-season phase, starting to ramp up their running loads, or as well as for the local league. So this is very much dedicated to those female footballers that are in their off-season slash moving towards their pre-season phase of their training, how to focus on yeah, those things that I just mentioned before, aerobic capacity. So you might have a 1,200-meter time that you've got a target for, how to improve and get a PB for that, your repeat speed, in, and not only in linear fashion with like straight 60s, 70s, 80-meter efforts, but also your repeat speed in acceleration in short distances and and repeatability as well as change of direction. So things like shuttles and how the gym can also improve not only from a performance point of view, but also injury mitigation by developing a resilient body over this off season to be able to not only perform the role that you play, but also to reduce the likelihood of injury and ultimately improve your player availability. So the key areas that I've broken it down for AFLW athletes would be focus on whether it be a fitness test or not, improving your ability to work at 80%, 80 to 90% of your speed, because we want to make sure that we're, you're able to repeat those high intensity efforts consistently over the four quarters. So efforts like having at least once a week where you go 40, 40 meters, 50, 60, 70, and probably no longer than 80 meter efforts. Or if you're doing time base anywhere between 10 to 20 second efforts. So it's short in duration, but the intensity is high. And therefore the rest period to allow that intensity is anywhere between one to two, anywhere to one to, to four, or even one to five, if you need it. Uh, this will improve the, the how well you're moving. So your running economy will, should be efficient. Uh, which is going to enhance and pay dividends for later on because the, the better we move and, and cover the ground, the more efficient we're going to be, so the more energy you'll have later in the game, but also it'll improve the intensity, the speed that you're running at. So that's really, really important, uh, I think, as part of a, a uh, off-season focus rather than always just going out for steady-state runs. Make sure at least as a non-negotiable, you're getting a, a consistent dosage of repeat speed. In, in that session, I would also... Add in some shuttles, as I mentioned before. So you might have a five-meter shuttle, a 10-meter shuttle, and even a 15-meter shuttle. And you can layer in, in your, let's say you do a set of five 40-meter efforts and you're going every 30 seconds, let's say. Uh, and then you complete three five-meter shuttles straight after those 40-meter efforts. So you're practicing dropping your body height, being stiff through your ankles and driving off your toes in a lateral plane, not just working in straight line as you would need to on the footy field. So drip feeding in those shuttles, practice dropping your body height and doing a forward hard acceleration for five meters and then putting on the brakes and, and stopping and really hinging in the hips. That will be really important for uh, injury prevention, but also from a performance point of view, so you're in that athletic position. So you can change direction, jump, get a ground ball, and, and you're ready for that next play. So practicing change of direction, practice accelerating, and also being able to efficiently break as well would be a key area that I'd be focusing on on your repeat speed day. Then in terms of your aerobic capacity day, so these are more your longer efforts. Work ratio, rest ratio should be anywhere around one to one 
or let's say if you say one to one, so 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, or one to half, so like 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off typically. And then you want to try and increase your duration over the, the coming weeks. So by that, you might build up towards a 90 second effort with a 45 second rest in between. Typically have a target in place for how far you want to travel with that in terms of your distance. So make sure that you're not just running aimlessly, but you've actually got a set target. And that might be from your a benchmark test, like in our program, we'll do either a 1200 meter or a 2K fitness test. And we work out the average speed that athlete's moving at. So let's say it's just for an easy number, five meters per second. We can, just like your bench press, where you, you, if you can bench 100 kilos, you do percentages off that. So you might do five sets of five bench press at 80 kilos for someone, and that's 80% of, of their 100 kilo bench. We can do the exact same in terms of individualized targets with the running capacity. And that ensures that you're getting a specific stimulus and you're quite deliberate with your planning, i.e. your periodization. So that's a really important thing. So have a, have a fitness test, go out, do a benchmark test of whatever it might be, the distance, let's say it's 2K, divided by the time that you get to work out your average speed in meters per second. And then you can give yourself some targets for your efforts in your longer efforts. So you might be working at, at your average speed, for example, for those longer ones. And then for your shorter intervals, you might work at anywhere between 130% of your average speed of your testing pace. Um, but ultimately on the, on the longer efforts, make sure you keep the work to rest ratio between one to one and one and a half. So you're getting a good ability of challenging your heart rate and trying to get good exposure to above 90% of max heart rate. So that would be our aerobic day. I would typically program two of those type of sessions a week as that just is a good opportunity at the moment to, to build your engine. Obviously you have an individual approach. So for someone that needs to, has got a good engine and needs to focus more on repeat speed, then I'd have two repeat speed sessions with one aerobic in terms of the gym, I'd be really attacking the contested side of the game. So for me, that would be working on your ground balls, making sure you're not hinging and losing that abdominal tightness by hinging at the spine, but you're actually hinging at the hips for your ground ball. So strengthening you in things like RDLs, trap bar deadlifts, really strengthening that posterior chain, not only to help for ground ball ability, but that's going to help with you about to keep your feet. They're incredibly strong muscle groups around the hips. So we want to make sure that we're really targeting that over the off season. So look at the exercises in our lower body strength playlist on our YouTube channel for a good reference of some of the drills that I talked about and, and how to perform a successful rep in terms of technique. I'd also be throwing in in the gym some jumping work, really working on your ankle stiffness, so plyometrics, and making sure that we're getting some drills in there where you're focusing on weight through the front of the foot. So in those that loaded acceleration position, whether it be on a sled or against the wall, and you're focusing on pushing down and, and putting that putting that force straight into the ground behind you to help with projecting your hips and shoulders out in front. So some acceleration and jump work would be critical. And then for that, from a lower body point of view, from from an upper body point of view, making sure we're getting some good shoulder work in to help with your fend off and your stiff arm so you can hold opponents away from you and create space on the field. So things like heavy bench press, single arm dumbbell bench press, straight arm exercises like some core work where you're holding the rings and locking out your elbows and doing some knee raises or some plank walks on your hand with uh, your feet on a slider so you're working on that stiff arm strength. So really making sure and, and a good reference to look to is our upper body playlist on our YouTube to improve not only your bent arm strength so you can push opponents away when they're riding close, but also your stiff arm strength so you can hold people away with your opposite arm as you fend them off 
and run in the other direction. So strain arm strength and bent arm strength is critical. And then thirdly, in the gym, we want to work on your trunk, your ability to brace and have that tension through the trunk, whether you be changing direction, so there's no slack through the body, your body's all moving as one with your agility work, also with your jumping and landing work where there's pre-tension throughout the body. So you're not going to be sloppy when you land. Uh, and of course, with our acceleration, deceleration work. So making sure that you're really strong through your trunk and you're bracing with your heavy lifting, your strength training in the gym, but also with your plyometrics like throwing, might throw a meta, medicine ball at you, you catch it, throw it as fast as you can, and then you jump. So you're getting that pre-tension bracing before you're doing your plyometric power work like you would need to do on the footy field because most of the time when you're, when you're in possession of the ball or you're trying to win the position, you're, you're usually in, in the contest, so you're bracing. So we want to make sure we're continually stimulating the trunk and strengthening your core to be able to handle uh, that contested side of the game. So hopefully that helps AFLW athletes, whether it be playing VFL or local league, in terms of breaking it down, having some key focuses. If you want to join our program where we work on all of these areas, we've got an online program, a 14-day free trial, um, then head over to preparelikeapro.com and join our free trial, and I'll activate it as soon as you enter our easy join coding team builder. And of course, if you want to work with one of our individualized coaching, one of our uh, coaches at Propeller like Pro, hit me up on Instagram or TikTok and we'll set you up with a consult, a free consult call to work out your goals and what are your performance goals, but also your what injuries you want to try and reduce the risk of. So create a bit of a risk profile for you. In terms of the podcast this week, I just interviewed Jasper Fletcher. He is a AFL draft prospect for the 2022 draft, and he's also a eligible for the Father Son as well as Brisbane Academy and the Brisbane Lions. So his podcast is going to be released on Wednesday. Our live chat will be with Scott Dickinson, who's working with the Australian swimming team. So really looking forward to having Scott on. I actually did my ASCA Level 3, the Australian Strength Conditioning Association Level 3 with Scott, and you could tell the amount of respect he had from some really high-level coaches in the core, how much respect they had for Scott. And he's been highly recommended um, by guests that we've had on the show in the strength and conditioning world. So really looking forward to chatting with Scott, all things leadership, culture, and of course, physical preparation for high performance. And then on Sunday, we'll have our bite-sized episode with Dave Kennett, which was a, he's at Shaw School, private school, and he's a strength and conditioning coach there. So that is a snippet from our recent collab event. I'm now going to head over to our program and just quickly share my screen. So if you're watching on TikTok, feel free to head over to our YouTube channel to see what I'm talking to here. But in terms of our program this week, it's another off-season week. So week two, where, as I mentioned last week, we have no running loads this week. Of course, if you're itching to run and you love running, go for it. Um, but highly, highly recommend this time of year to not run on a football field, but try and mix it up a little bit, go for some trail running, as long as that agrees with your body. Like if you don't have any tendinopathies through your lower limb or, or any issues through the, um, running on off grass, then yeah, try and mix it up just from a mental point of view. It's really, really important. But on Monday, we, we've got four sessions this week. Every session is optional this time of year. I just like to make sure I'm putting in plenty of work for those that love to make the most of every, every phase of this year. However, don't stress if you miss a session this is the time to do it. So we've got our ankle, calf ankle plyometric piece on Monday. That's just to keep that ground reaction forces going. So when we ease back into running two sessions a week next week, it's not going to be a big shock for the for the body. So we've, we've got that. And then we've got our full body strength session, which is a goblet squat, 
increase the dumbbell from last week, those dumbbell single arm RDLs as well, less volume. So six reps down from eight last week. So make sure you increase the, the weight on that or increase your range of motion. Same with the reverse lunges, good opportunity to increase the weight there. A superset with our dumbbell bench press with single arm rows, great opportunity to build some size through our trunk. So some high reps through there. Then your weighted Nordic, treat that like a strength exercise. So make sure that you're, you're really getting after the weight there with some reverse flies. And then you'll notice there's a, a four-way circuit at the end to finish off with a pump for the upper body. Moving over to Tuesday, we're starting to drip feed in some strength work now. So some easing back into bench press, five sets of five at a moderate weight. Don't work up to a heavy. Same with bench pull, five sets of 10. Just find a, a comfortable weight for 10 reps and maintain that weight over, over the working sets. Then we've got a close grip bench press. That's something we'll stick with for this uh, this phase where we're trying to focus on that tricep strength and increase the range of the movement to help build some body mass through the area. Seated dumbbell shoulder press is a superset to hit the shoulders. Uh, and then we've got for, from the remaining our, our chin-ups, band pull apart to hit the upper back. Dumbbell front raise with some shrugs, really important to build muscle mass around the shoulders and then neck muscles to protect the head with the bumps and tackles that are made in football. So really important to work through the burn there. They're high reps, 15 on the front raise and 25 on the shrugs because we want to get that stimulus to build some body mass around that area. And then we finish with some bicep curls, close grip push-ups and dumbbell curls at the very end. On Wednesday, we've got a trunk and upper body circuit. So you can do this however you like, but the way I'd recommend it is do it in alphabetical order, one set at a time. So we're getting good variation like last week. And that exercise, that those exercises are pretty straightforward there. So you go A, then do B, C, D, E, F, G, and then go back to A. We've got three rounds. And then we Thursday's a day off. Friday is our last day for the week. Introducing in back squats. Some of you may have trap bar deadlift. So depending on your what position you play, that will vary. And then you'll we've got our half kneeling rope face pulls. RDL's fantastic strength exercise, hitting that posterior chain to make sure we're hinging at the hip for eight reps and then superseding that with a wide grip lap pull down. C, we're going into our dumbbell bench press with our step up and then we're finishing off with some core work with our plank, plate sit up, barbell curls and shoulder press. So you'll notice there's a lot of core work, there's a lot of shoulder work, a lot of arms. So we're really a good time of year for a footballer to work on what we call the beaches. So some aesthetic muscle mass, so you're feeling good, looking good this time of year, but it's also a good time to take the load off the body. So there's not as many explosive movements in this program at the moment. We're not doing a lot of heavy lifting. So we're just letting, allowing the ligaments, the tendons, all the soft tissue area in the body just to reset and regenerate, which is really, really important. In terms of power tip for this week, too often I'm seeing flat tires. So if we have the car analogy Everyone's working on a bigger motor, bigger engine, uh, but they've but they're doing it on flat tires. And and when I'm mean by flat tires, I mean their ankle stiffness is really sloppy. Their heels are hitting the ground with their acceleration type work. We want to make sure that we're really stiff through the ankle. So focus. And if you don't know what what that means, follow me up. But do some good pogos. Do some some elastic work through your ankles on the wall. Really learn how to be stiff through the ankle and have that pre tension in the air. So when we when your foot strikes the ground you're hitting it with force and you're you're getting that good projection forward because you've your ankle joint is co-contracted and ready to produce force into the ground 
So develop ankle stiffness is a big power tip and something that if you're not sure of what that is, either hit me up on socials to clarify. And if you want more drills, make sure to go to our power playlist on YouTube. Hip lock is another one. That would be, for the car analogy, be the driver or the handling ability of the car. There's no point in having a Ferrari engine if you don't have a, a, a driver in there that has the skill set to be able to handle a Ferrari engine. So that is your hips, the hip stability, making sure that we've got, especially in that in our uh, free hip position when we're working at sprinting, it's nice. And in that hip lock position, we're able to decelerate and co-contract all at once when we're moving at that high speed. And the same for acceleration work as well. So you can produce good force in the ground. Whereas if we're sloppy and our pelvis is moving anteriorly at the front, arching the back or posteriorly tucking the tailbone under, and because you're lifting the knees too high, you're not going to be able to hit, re, um, produce as much force in the ground and you're putting yourself at higher risk for injury because you've not got that good tension throughout the throughout the hips and the core. So make sure those two areas of your athlete development, their sub-season, work on your ankle stiffness and work on your hip lock. Like I mentioned earlier, we have two events coming up, how to set up a, a guide to how to set up your own podcast and all about our off-season, another pod, event on off-season training program. They're going to be on Eventbrite. You can click the links in the um, podcast caption below. This is free for our Academy members and it's $10 for a ticket for non-Academy members. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Looking forward to catching up on next week on the show. And like I said, if you're interested in joining our program, we have a two-week, 14-day free trial where we focus on helping footballers get fitter, faster, stronger. All you need to do is head over to our website and follow the prompts there. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you on the next one. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content, learn who the guests are in advance, and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts, and freebies, and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database, and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast, and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like a Pro community possible. And just for $5 a week, you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely anytime. time.